there we go. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Don't tell me what we fucking do. That's the What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Bounty Board, ostensibly a GameStop stocks podcast, because let me fucking tell you. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I am so fucking mad. <laughs> I was telling Ben and Ty. You told me. I would have did it. You didn't. You should have gave me. Yeah, some I should have said some shit. So in, in August last year, we all realized, or not we all, one of our group messages realized the GameStop stock was four dollars. Yeah. And I was like, we should buy some because it was the same week that that Microsoft announced their partnership with them, and I was like, it's gonna go up. It can't go down after partner partnering with Microsoft. Um, and I debated having a conversation with Amanda about. Taking a loan out for a thousand dollars and buying a thousand dollars of GameStop stock at four grand. Today, GameStop stock was three hundred dollars. Yeah. And the realization hit me this afternoon that like if I had cashed out today with a thousand dollars invested, it would have been like a forty-five to fifty thousand dollar payout. <laughs> and gotta play the game <laughs> to win. Christopher and Kyle are like Stock market FOMO is a big thing, man. You got to let it go. And I was like, don't worry. Like, I'm not going to go off the deep end, but also, fuck. It's uh, fuck. Yeah, if it was like millions of dollars, maybe it's a different talk. <laughs> like, I'm but can, really you, can you imagine guys. what like 30 grand on a, yeah. on a fucking Wednesday would do for all of our bank accounts? Change my life. It would change my life. It wouldn't change my life. <laughs> 30 grand would truck. make 30 grand would make fucking uh, 30 grand would make Bill Gates go oh i dropped a penny but like i shit me, myself <laughs> for me that's gonna change my life uh, i'm, very, I'm very glad it would not change your life tech i'm proud oh, of you wouldn't change my life at all fellas <laughs> i'm, I'm proud of you balling over here like, and, like, and I'm, right, gonna, I'm gonna go get another tesla fuck you <laughs> oh for real dude <laughs> and rightfully so rightfully so the internet is an uproar that for the first time in history buying something that's gamestop related would appreciate in value um but moving on from that uh, this Bounty Board, your favorite video game podcast, coming at you live. I've got energy tonight, wow. y'all. So I built a thing. I spent, I'll introduce everybody in a second. I spent about 16, 12 to 16 hours building a thing for y'all. That's and I'm a lot fucking, of hours there, bro. I'm fucking nervous. What is it, like nervous. a Lego ship or something? Yeah, damn it. You know. <laughs> Lego Death Star. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's for this you. It's for you guys. It's for you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm nervous about that shit, and I'm super excited about it, but we'll get there later. I am one of your hosts, Caleb. My tag, Love Whoop, is above my head, if you're watching. Below me is Ben. What's up, Ben? That is I. Hello. <laughs> to his right, the soundboard man. Tech Supreme. I, I say that. Right. Ryan's definitely the soundboard man, but what's up, Tech? Uh, and above Tech is Sergeant Sodium. What's up, Ryan? What's up? <laughs> I was just glad you didn't hit the, what are you doing, step bro? Because I knew, I, I almost knew that was what was going to happen. Um, how's it going, everybody? It's it's the end of January. It is. It's the middle of the week and the end of January. Yo, this is like, I had this realization this week because it's the anniversary. Yesterday was the anniversary of Kobe Bryant and Gigi's passing. Um, that This is the turning point last year when everything went to shit. Like, like a little bit after mm. his passing. The whole world was like went to shit, and we've kind of been into shit for a year. Oh, I was at GameStop. Not... I was at GameStop when that happened. Like people came into my GameStop that day and bought all of our NBA copies. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Is this, and is, like, this, is this when toilet paper started to sell out? 
No, this is an weeks. Australia <laughs> caught on fire. <laughs> no. What's oh. up, Casual Hour watching in? How's it going? Hey, Jack Johnson yeah. saying in the chat. I, what's I, up, think, what's up? I think a lot of people forget about Australia catching on fire. Like 90% of the country was on fire. Yo, Australia was hell for a minute. Like straight yeah. up. Like the pictures of people driving through just blazing forests. Like damn, yeah. dude. Yeah. Cars, their, their tires melting before they could get out. A lot of They're shrimps on the Barbie. On <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. All of the shrimps. All the shrimps in the Barbie. <laughs> you guys laughing about is... it? Did people die in that? Or are we just... Yeah, people did die. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Thanks, Y'all are laughing. Y'all are fucked up. <laughs> Flat out. I wasn't talking about people. <laughs> Y'all are villains. <laughs> Fuck, fucking asshole. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, Australians don't even say shrimp. They call them prawns. Yeah. So that the shrimp on the Barbie thing's bullshit. <laughs> they don't say that. Um, also, also Australia being on fire probably isn't a bad thing with all the fucking giant spiders they have. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they built like that? Like what? Is, like what happened? Why they do they have the worst so Aust- of everything? Somebody tried to kill it with fire and it got out of hand. <laughs> they got eagles over there that'll pick up a rhino. Like, Hang on, Tech, the wrong were you in Australia eagle last our, year? Like our, our country's bird. <laughs> Tech, were you in Australia last year? No, I've never been to Australia. And, and did you see a spider? Did you see a spider? <laughs> did you set this the country a, oh, on this fire? Is a joke. Oh, snap. I missed it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> Fucking Drax over here. Never miss it. I'm too fast. I catch it. Um, said, save the kangaroos. <laughs> fuck the people. Save yeah, the kangaroos. Yeah, there's, there's some pretty depressing photos I saw of just like fields of charred animals. It was really sad. Like, yeah. So, Australia we started as a prison. can move past this? Yeah, but I didn't know why we went there. <laughs> Video Australia. games! Australia started as a prison colony. So it's Thanks. weirdly it's weirdly yeah. coincidental that all their animals are also extremely deadly. Anyway, moving on. Um, we, I mean, what's up? How's do everybody think, doing? Do you think some rich asshole got all the world's deadliest animals and put them in Australia <laughs> just in case the criminals escaped. <laughs> <laughs> and then later they were like, oh shit. This is some Doctor Doom to... theme here. <laughs> Schemes. Uh, it's it's like Jurassic Park. But, yeah, but real. But, but boring. <laughs> A.K.A. Yeah. real. And real. Um, okay, random question. If, if Jurassic Park was a place, would you go? No. Yeah. <laughs> Tech was yep. so quick. No. Bring my guns with me. No, you was what 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 what? What? <laughs> what fantasy do you live in where a T Rex running up on you is stopped by your gun? That gun uh, isn't well, saved they you all, yourself. They all use non lethal every single time because they thought that would work. Let's try the lethal yeah, aspect and see what the fuck happens. Because it, it's it's smarter to uh shoot something that will put them down with poison or an, uh, some type of sedation. Than to or shoot just them. get a minigun out and just obliterate it. You don't own a minigun. I know, but I'm just saying, in the movies, they had a freaking helicopter with a minigun, and he missed every bullet. Come on, now. Dude. Hey, those <laughs> only, things only, are hard to fire. The only way, if you're in Jurassic Park, a gun's going to help you is if you turn it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to get eaten by that motherfucker. <laughs> just a clever girl. <laughs> like, they're like, sir. <laughs> okay, that was funny. I'm, I'm going to show gun. up and they're going to be like, we have to take this from you. I was like, this is for me, not for you or anybody else here. This is like my out just in case you all fuck up again. I didn't so watch Bannon, the last movie. So, uh, so Tech so and Ryan are, are Tech's a no, Ryan's a yes if I can bring my guns. Ben, what's your answer to that? <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to be the same asshole that goes to like space, you know, and that's even more dangerous than Jurassic Park. So <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Yes. It is. 
Uh, so, Kayla, w would you go? Uh, yeah, 100. You guys are fucking insane. But I wouldn't but go I'm opening not, day. I'm gonna I run go before they tell me to. Like they're like, oh, I wouldn't well, go the dinosaurs day. That's the are problem. out, and they're like, maybe we should. No, we're gonna look at them for a minute. I right, run, shit. Like, oh no, I'm already gone. Like I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I wouldn't go opening day. That's the thing. Like, it, I wouldn't be in line. That's the best day shit. to go. That's probably the no, day it's that not. When everything's, but <laughs> after opening day, you'd, you then you'd go like after they've had an incident. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, because I know incidents happen on the first. If I'm looking at it from a st purely strategic standpoint, the first day a thing launches that's full of dangerous shit is the day where they have to adjust all their systems to deal with the shit they didn't know they'd have to deal with. So we'll give it a couple months. So it's the, first the same Jurassic reason. Park... It's the same reason people wait to buy an Xbox or wait to play a game. You gotta fix the bugs first. The first Jurassic Park failed before it even. These opened. bugs are twenty feet though. <laughs> right. What Ben? The first Jurassic Park failed before it was even open, right? Yeah, that's pretty shitty. And then, <laughs> was it uh, Jurassic World was an open theme park, and then the Allosaur broke out. I don't remember why, but... Um, and then I didn't watch the latest one, because I'm kind of done with those movies, to be honest. Anybody I watch the latest one? I watched it. No. It wasn't terrible. But it was... It was it's, it's a Jurassic Park movie yeah. with... Uh, what's the guy's name? Chris Pratt. It's so it's sad that one of the greatest movies of all time has turned into a, a franchise but, but it, in which you say it's a Jurassic Park. Movie. It was That's doomed for that. After the first one, it will it will never capture the energy of the first one ever. So it's never you know what, gonna, it was never going to be but good. The energy for the second one was totally different, but still very good. Yeah, but that's it was downhill after then, for yes. sure. Yes. But I like the second one a lot. I'll miss you guys. Was... When you guys go to Jurassic Park, I'll miss you guys. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep Bounty Board going. Update the will somehow. first. Yeah, update the will first. And then and then, and then we'll we'll survive and then text like, man, it went too bad for them. I'm gonna go and then it's gonna happen in a second. <laughs> nah, dude. Ben, do you how well do you know me? Why will I not go to Jurassic Park? Because it's one step from death. Thank you. But you also uh, have been on if, you've if also been on an airplane. You've also been on an airplane and in uh uh all around the Caribbean islands, so you've you've taken some dangerous steps. You just more in your comfort zone. Airplanes should be off your list, buddy. I'm sorry. No, that's see, that's see, but that's like too paranoid, right? Like that's too right. much paranoia. <laughs> I can't. I, you have to live your life still. You in that a, case, driving is one step. You think a giant park full of giant electric fences would be just as secure as an airplane? I mean, I mean, if you don't know how to cook with a pressure, dare cooker, I say that's more so? Because you're on the ground. Okay, we're talking about T-Rex. Okay. <laughs> Uh -huh. Tyrannosaurus Rex. You think that's the way, really, electric fence is really going to be like, oh, ouch, can't do that. By the way, I am watching the Godzilla movies over again, and so far both movies have tried to contain these things with some weak-ass electric wire field. <laughs> mm. A titan <laughs> with, like, some fancy fencing. Both movies they've tried that and failed. It's ridiculous. Ryan I guess they're going to try that with King Kong, too, because on the, on the trailer he's on a boat. Obviously, yeah. gets off that boat somehow so. with, with some chains on. Right? Like, How does he get off that boat? Get, fucking Godzilla attacks him from underwater. There's yeah. nowhere for him to stand. How is he just mm -hmm. gonna fucking breaststroke it yeah. to New York? Every single movie, including Pacific Rim, really underestimates how deep the ocean is. Right. Deeply, deeply. Yeah, uh, Pacific Rim, they're just running across it like it's yeah, just, no, a just robotic just waiting thousands pool. of feet deep. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Anyway, this podcast is about video games. I swear to God. Uh, and this week, we decided to take swear to a me. Little... I'm sorry. S swear to me. <laughs> Such a good scene. Um, this week, we decided to take a little bit of a different tack. We're doing some things with the old nerdy bits. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, upon Ben's suggestion, we are all bringing our own thing to talk about. And Ben, since you did the most legwork, 
Yeah. Let's talk about games as a service games because this is something that I'm interested in. Well, I mean, everybody should be because it's the way games are going. Yeah. What is your? What is your? What did you want to? Well, okay. <laughs> so originally, I started off like, "Why are people so upset?" That's my Seinfeld voice. And then I started doing some digging. I'm like, "Yeah, they've they've kind of the industry's taken a an interesting turn, right?" So hey, we all know what wait, live can service. I interrupt you real quick? Okay, I'm gonna. Um, the only other, sorry, the only other thing in Pacific Rim that's harder to believe than them walking through the ocean uh-huh. is Gypsy Danger being carried by five helicopters. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. then when they let go of Gypsy Danger, the helicopters don't go into orbit. They mm-hmm. just stay there. Mm-hmm. They go, Pew! but no, they just go plunk. And it's also, fine. Uh, the main one, the main Jaeger carries uh, like. Uh, cargo liner ship with one hand like a baseball bat yeah no <laughs> they're not that big <laughs> no. yeah and hit anyway. something with it and it stays in one piece anyway moving on sorry go ahead okay so i'll start off with the way i started off thinking i like it when games last longer than a year all of us are playing something that has lasted longer whether it be forza apex tarkov or warframe they've all been around longer because the studio continues to update them past the point of their release so my brain was like live service seems to be working for us and i did a little bit of digging and found out like all the damage that it's caused and the repercussions of it so uh i mean on the outset how do you guys like lives let's do word association and you can say what is that but live word association live service game your first response would be what dope ryan Uh, fantastic okay tech uh cool all right. All right. Well, this group is um, biased. <laughs> um, well, so I mean, potentially problematic is also a thing that comes to mind, right? Well, the like, way it the way yeah. it started was was why most of the the review sphere was against it because it was all the microtransactions in the Battlefront Two, right. you know, and uh, was it uh, Metal Gear had an online version in which you had to pay ten dollars for a new save slot. <laughs> Like if you want to make a new character, you had to pay ten dollars, right? So Yikes. it started off started off pretty ugly, um, you know. And then with the EA loot boxes, and then going to trial, you know, governments mm-hmm. going in over it. Some governments like outright banning FIFA loot boxes, right? Was that Holland like or <clears throat> Hungary or something like that? Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if we've turned the corner and companies are doing better now, or if live service games are still a problem. And the reason why I think they're a problem now is because I think so. There, there's a whole uh, you can actually look it up. It's a press conference for this guy named Torolf Jernstrom, who gives a conference on how to like reel people in and take their money and get them addicted. Uh, and he's cool. got this. He's got this seminar called Hook Habit Hobby. So you you hook them with something that's with too much money. You say, all right, well this is fifty dollars, right? And then uh, you they say no, and then a few you. Time passes, and then you give them the same deal for something that's thirty, and then they take it because the standard is fifty, right? right? And then, and then you keep them coming back. You get them addicted to the to the grind, which I think there's a few people playing and a few people listening, all addicted to some sort of grind. True. And uh, and that's that's very much like push the button for rewards, old Warcraft. Uh, what do they call it? The um, hold on, I had a term in here. First off, they they call the big people who spend all the money the thousands of dollars. They call you whales, by the way. Whales, yeah, right. <laughs> yep. And there's a whole this same guy in this in this lecture 
had a whole thing called let's go whaling <laughs> you know let's let's how to like really yeah, that's, that's how you make it that seems so disrespectful like yeah don't get mad at me because i'm dropping money on on something like well i see i don't think it's meant as like a oh big fat whale i think it's meant more as like a, an ahab hunting moby dick kind of thing like this is this is the white whale this is the the legendary beast you go for that will give you all you want like the the whale is respected and like they cater to you, so like yeah. if you're a whale, you're, you're. I think one, you've got enough money that it doesn't obviously it doesn't matter, and two, like like studios are making this shit for you. You know, uh, but there's evidence to support that the whales aren't always the wealthy. These are people that go That's bankrupt. These are the people that go bankrupt and have to stay living at home, and their parents have to control their debit card and their PayPal because they're addicted to loot boxes. That seems like a very like uh of one unquantifiable group of people. So like it seems like a generalization, um, and then two seems kind of like uh, nitpicky. Like obviously people who enjoy the game will invest in the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like how how can that like how can that be considered a bad thing for anyone? I think there's a fallacy that the studio relies on your loot box purchases to stay al- to stay alive. Do you think, think it's a logical I'm... error that I think that a company you... benefits from me giving them money? Yeah, what do you mean, Ben? Because like that uh, is what's keeping them alive. I think I think there's other ways of doing it besides besides loot boxes, besides people spending thousands of dollars on I, the game. I, I think, think that's a, I think that's absurd. I think they can I think they're able to stay alive on the, the low level of it oh my god like like people buying like maybe uh, like just say the apex you know they're they're just buying uh the apex crates every once in a while and they're probably staying alive from that but like the people that go out and buy the heirlooms are the people that i mean not necessarily that company needs that money you know what i'm saying like they they are calling the people that are getting that they're making those for the whales because they know that people are gonna there's only a few people that are gonna invest that kind of money to get it I bet, like, if you look at the, I bet if you look at the the concurrent, or not concurrent, but the like total player count for Apex, which has to be over a hundred million at this point, like, there's probably like ten to fifteen percent of them have spent over a hundred dollars on the game, mm-hmm. and then like five to six have spent over fifty, and then like two to three, or sorry, you know what I'm trying to say, like. The number goes up, but it's a small number still. Like the number of people that have spent a lot of money on that game is like in the lower percentiles, and that's that's what pays for the you know the ninety percent of people that don't or the eighty percent of people that don't put any money into it or spend four or five dollars like once or twice. Like you have to think about the fact that one, they're releasing a game that like by all justification should be sixty dollars for free, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they then rely on. Everyone's micro micro Michael transactions, <laughs> micro transactions to build to build income, and then yeah, sure. Like Ryan said, when they get to like a whale, they don't need them to meet their overhead. I think whales are where you find like net profit. Like they've made their money with with the, you know, out of a hundred million players, if ten million people spend sixty bucks, that funds the game. Oh uh, yeah, That's I'm reading it, an article right now. This is Apex Legends could become a billion dollar franchise by March twenty twenty one. Woof. Oh and ben, we, yeah. And Ben, we talked about. Remember when Overwatch yeah. came out? Like mm-hmm. in the the second calendar year, it was out. Before March, they'd made like sixty seven million dollars on microtransactions. Yeah. 
It's insane. Which isn't which is insane. And you and know I, why? Because when you level up and you're like, Yay, I leveled up, I get one loot box and you get some sprays, like fuck that. Can yeah, I have I a real goddamn reward. So the game doesn't reward you for playing it like Borderlands does. Or like Forza sure. does. You actually have to probably actually spend money to get a real reward because the rare the drop chance is so fucking rare. That yeah. you're, you can't just play the game and get cool shit like the games used yeah. to be. You have and to I spend think, money now. I think that games like Apex have done better than Overwatch uh, since, you know, they've come out. Because Apex, it's not the first studio, or not the first game to do it, but Apex, like, puts the percentages of each of their loot boxes on the screen so you can see them. Mm-hmm. And so you know what you're going to get. And I would say that more often than not from Apex loot crates, I get good shit. Um... Maybe that's because there's less things. Like, Overwatch has 30 characters, and every character has, like, 45 different random points they can throw into their pool, their slush pool for Mm -hmm. a loot box. Such a smart system. I mean, because, like, as soon as you add a new character, that is, like, 100 new things. So, like, Mm -hmm. people are going to be chasing it forever. As long as the game's alive, people are going to be spending money on it forever because you'll never never catch up unless unless you drop $1,500 on it. You'll never catch up. Should so Ben, are so, you asking if the studio should be responsible for people spending too much money on them? No, that's impossible. I just think it's it started it as a predatory thing. And I think people are doing it better now. But I still think by and large and my research today even and I'm sure it'll change, right? You watch a documentary you're like, I'm never eating pork and then two weeks later you're like, I'm gonna smash some bacon. Right? <laughs> so like you always go through these spikes of motivation, right? So yeah, I'm sure. I'm so pissed now, I even hate the way Warframe's put together. Like it's so fucking predatory to me. I mean, why though? Like just spend the money if you want to, if you got it. That's not I how mean, that works, Tech. It's only people spend the money if, when they don't if, have it. If it's if it's pay to win, it's predatory. But if it's just optional then get some self-control. It's not predatory. Oh, okay, cool. So stop, stop eating fatty. That's what you're no, saying? No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no. why are you angry at Warframe? Why are you, because, be, like, if you want it... put the cigarette it, down, you, loser. Get get good, right? No, man, that's not what I'm saying, man. But, like... That's what, it, but that's that's what I am. That's what I'm saying. Is Warframe, is Warframe pay, to, like, pay to win? No, but it'll take your money every second you get a chance. Every fucking chance there's a way to give your money into that game. How, sometimes, much, how much did you pay for the sometimes game? Sometimes by accident. How much did you pay for the game? We're way past that. So are you. You're thousands. I'm just, I'm thousands just, in. I'm hundreds. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. not thousands in anything. Um, I'm just saying. I just spent a thousand on Apex. I spent three hundred one weekend, <laughs> birthday weekend, uh-huh. and like another one fifty outside of that. So I'm probably like close to five hundred. Something. Something you said the other day. My math was obviously off by a digit. But anyway. Um, yeah, because if I played, spent a thousand, then I'd have almost everything. I'd have right. like it, like I think the max at maybe a couple legends ago was like fifteen hundred. You can get yeah. everything. So okay. But um, no, I, I just I think I think the way they tease you with bullshit that forces you to buy stuff to get the real rewards is kind of shitty. Explain to me how they force you though. They don't force you, but they don't force you. Sometimes they do. Overwatch, <laughs> Overwatch. If you wait for the the drop rate, you're not getting shit. You're not getting shit. You will never have shit if you wait for the rare, for the drop chance, and you don't spend any money. You will never have any. Does it affect? Gameplay is my yes, is my yes, main point. Yes, because because just pulling the trigger and killing people is not the only aspect of gameplay. Collecting things, customizing your character, all the things outside of gameplay is also gameplay. Well, mm. no. Fuck off, That's... guys! Come on, Caleb, you well, just spent on. all this time customizing <laughs> for free, and you weren't driving, were you? 
No, but so I, wouldn't say that it's, I wouldn't say that it's gameplay because it's not mechanic-based. You're still experiencing the game that they designed for you. Yes, if you can't experience large portions of the game because it's locked behind a paywall... <laughs> so if I just sit in a menu of a video game for five hours, I played the game for five hours? Yeah, basically. Um, like, no, man, like, what's not, that's, that's nowhere near. <laughs> no, no, no. Caleb no, just spent 16 hours fun fiddling with a non-racing portion of a game. Yeah. You can tell him, they tell him that's not gameplay? I'd say it's yeah. gameplay. Okay. But that, but that's not, but that, hold on. That's, what I got? We're, we're in a different, we're in, we're talking, we're like throwing non sequiturs out like they're, like they're related. Like, when it comes to, uh, Overwatch, customization is not gameplay. <clears throat> it's 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 definitely something that like makes you look away, but it every doesn't impact. Single, but it doesn't impact the way the game works. It doesn't impact the way the game plays. And it every single the game made across the entire history of video games gave you the cosmetics before loot boxes. Every single game ever made rewarded you with in-game loot yes. before yeah. some smartass figured out you were a whale and we can charge you for it. Monetization is, does not does not make gameplay. It's just the same way that it's putting content behind a paywall. No, well, yes, yes, sure, sure, but that's not what you're arguing. You're arguing. I'm arguing it's predatory, you're and arguing some people that, don't have the self control. Well, then you're arguing on seven different fronts, friend, because your argument okay. currently is that opening a loot box and getting cool looksy what sits is the same as capturing a point and holding it down and landing your shots. Those two things are not no, similar. I'm not saying they're identical. I'm not you saying said they're, they're gameplay, and they so you say what? Building a hear, character hear and, and beating if the you final boss. Have a discussion. Hear me out. Because building I'm a correcting your assessment. You're saying building I'm a those building a character them. is not equipping stuff that doesn't impact the way they play. If you go to somebody who's a thousand-hour Diablo player and try to tell them that you putting on fancy pants is the same as them grinding for thirty hours for their pants of holding okay, so or whatever, the they're going to laugh Diablo. in your face. So the the my Hold point on. is there that are... if you say that uh, that loot boxes and customization are gameplay, that means that loot boxes and customization are ineffably and unavoidably at that point in the same category as gameplay. Which people, is people shooting Fortnite, and those two things they're, they're, they're the same. People in Fortnite get bullied for having the default skins. You don't even play Fortnite. How do you know that? Because I did my fucking research. Okay, so what's your point, though? Is it, is it gameplay because you get bullied? I'm saying there are <laughs> other aspects to experiencing game besides pushing the mouse button or pulling the trigger. The solution is going into your parents' purse while they're sleeping, <laughs> getting mom's debit card or credit card, and getting good. It's easier to ask for forgiveness and permission. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> All right, so we're obviously torn on this. So, well, the difference the, between the, I want to I want to try to solidify my point a little more. Like the difference between monetization and gameplay is that when monetization and gameplay are tied, it's pay to win, and that is more predatory mm -hmm. than purely customization based. I disagree. Cosmetics, because if you have to pay money to beat someone who's beating you because they've paid more money. That, that is, is broken, unfair, and predatory. That's why when pay-to-win things come out, people lose their fucking minds. When For Honor came out, we tried the one-on-one -on -one mode, which got rid of all of your paid cosmetics and paid abilities, and just mm -hmm. let you fight brass tacks gameplay. That's it. Mm -hmm. And then when you played in the other mode, uh, the control mode that had like points and mobs that you could fight, all of the things you'd paid for 
gave you a, an advantage over somebody who just started the game and had never paid for anything. Right. And that's more pre- that's predatory because you have a power level. yeah, because yeah. like you're paying to be better than me. And if I don't have the money, I'm literally being forced out of the best gameplay loop in this system because someone else could pay for it. And like Apex and Fortnite don't literally impact the way you play the game. They just impact the way you look. And yes, sure, people are assholes. And like, if you look a certain way, they may talk shit. But like, when you get down to brass tacks, like, what makes the game work is not what you wear. You can't tell me that people that play World of Warcraft, Black Desert, Elder Scrolls, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, all these online games, even Warframe, with their, you know, that's less crucial but it is a large portion of the game don't have there's like an entire ecology based on how you look like online you know how i mean not to mention the whole representation conversation we don't have to go down that road because that's well that's that's, i think that's still arguing like uh like blaming a company for people spending money when they shouldn't they build these things so that you can look away. The community demands that See, you look away. We're giving we're giving these big fat fucking companies too much credit. You guys are fine with it because you're all fiscally responsible, so good for you. But like they built these things to be predatory. You have self control. So congratulations. But they built these things to be predatory, but you put a budget on yourself. You're saying I won't spend all this money. You've budgeted yourself. I spend five dollars a month on Warframe. That's my budget. I have self control. Yeah, sure. But they well, built like, these things to be predatory, to take your money, to put things behind a paywall, to trick you into giving them money. For sure. For sure. Hands down. 100%. 100%. Well, I, mean, how do you, I mean, that's a way to take it, but then, like, don't buy alcohol. Don't buy cigarettes. Don't buy... You know what I mean? Like Some people don't, because they can't handle it. And then no, when they, but they can't play a game not, anymore, missing, because every time missing, they install a new game, it's peaking, it's it's hitting off their gambling habits. Well, fuck, I guess I can't play this game either. That's not all games, though. It's not. It's I mean, well, so, Caleb, look at look at Rocket League. Rocket League went from a system of you could pay a dollar and you could open a crate and get a random item. Uh-huh. Now they've gone from a system of instead of getting items anymore, you have to only get bru- only get blueprints. The sure. blueprints for these items are like twenty dollars on some of them. Some when of them, yeah. before then you could open a crate for a dollar and get that twenty dollar item. But like, the, they, the chances they, of getting they, that twenty dollar item are I, lower. I, right, but you still yeah. had a chance of getting it compared yeah. to having to pay to actually get it. Like that's yeah. in that in, in that aspect, that's pretty fucked up. Like they they were like, Oh, we're not really making a whole lot of money on this because they're only paying a dollar to open these crates. But if we make it to where they have to spend twenty dollars to actually get this item that they could have got mm. for free or for a dollar before, like, isn't that? Right. See, I see that as the opposite because that was looking at looking at all of the cosmetics in Rocket League, and there were always like six different chests in circulation, but they based on whatever I don't remember what they were called. They weren't called movements, but whatever. There was always several chests in circulation at any point in time, and if you had twenty of them. You had to spend $20 to open all of them, and you could, after spending that money, not get the one thing you wanted. And so the developers sat down after being being acquired by uh, Epic, and Epic was like, you don't need people to spend this much money on shit. That's random. They went, okay, well, people would spend $20. If they got lucky, they would get this after spending $20 on this crate. So... 
they can just buy this now for 20 bucks instead of the more likely probability of opening a, a crate that's got like a 2% chance to be a legendary item and spending $40 to finally get it. It's the same as um, Apex and the, the, the heirloom shards, you, right? You, like, think they, you think they broke it down like that? Yeah, or yeah, no, like, I've, I've read articles. We're just going to sell it for $20 now because we know that somebody's going to spend $20 to get it. When they, could, when they could open three crates and get it, but or we're going to make it to where or they or only not, can though. get it for $20. But they would still get something instead. Yeah, and you can get you can still get the other things that were in that crate for way less than $20. I bought a song for like 50 credits, which is like a dollar or some shit. And then I bought two sets of rims for... 300 credits each, which, you know what I mean? Like, I knew what I wanted, I saw what I wanted, and I could buy it. If you tell me, and uh, I'm sure Tech would agree with this, if they, if Apex was like, you can buy heirloom shards, you can buy this heirloom right now for $25, instead of opening 50 to 60 loot crates for $60 and maybe not getting heirloom shards. If they were just like, you can buy these for 30 bucks, he'd do it. I'd do it, fuck. If there was a legendary skin I wanted and I could open a chest that has a 3% chance of dropping legendary and I don't get it in 30 chests, so I spent 30 bucks, or they're just like, you can buy it for 20, I'm going to buy it for 20 because I don't have to worry about it. That's, and, that's yes, that makes them, and yes, that makes them more money because it means people look at it and go, I want that. It costs that. I'm going to buy it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it does save people from spending hundreds and still not getting what they wanted. And like... If there's a lesser of two evils, I pick the one that lets me look at what I want and pay for it. I hate that in Overwatch, I can't just, I want this skin. I'll pay $10 for it yeah. right now. And the game's yeah. like, no, nah, you got to buy crates. So I think that might be the solution. Things. I think that might yeah. be the solution. And maybe that's what Apex did. But I think it's the randomness of throwing money at something that gets people really addicted, I think. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's yeah. gambling. It's gambling in a way. Right. Because right. like you're, it's got flashy color. It's like a slot machine. It's got flashy colors and makes a lot of noise, and you get colorful things that pop out of it. And the nicer things are more colorful and make more noise. So like, yeah. Tech, you look like you were trying to say something a minute ago. Do you yeah, know what that I was? Lost it. I'm sorry, man. It's going. Sorry, homie. <laughs> I went on. Oh, a, good man. I went you guys are going. Print. Your face yeah. looked like a pressure valve ready to blow, and then it went, and then it went blank. So yep. Like that. Yeah. 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 I think that I think that live service games are important. Because it's slowly making people more aware, or not more aware, but more willing to accept that their um, their habit of gaming is more expensive than $60 a game, and should be. Do you think that these huge career games that have lasted three plus years, or that are on their way to making uh, on their third year or more... No. Uh, is hurting the industry from the smaller games that take... How many games have you not played because you just played a 300-hour game? I'll get to it, then I'll add it to the backlog. I'll get to it, yeah. add it to the backlog. All these Most games, the either we want to play games. with our friends yeah, because they're live service and the content keeps changing, uh, or it's, because it's they're so fucking of, big. Yeah, it's mostly a different kind of game, though, right? Like, a game I spend 300 hours on is almost... that's going to keep me from playing something else is almost exclusively a single-player game. Mm-hmm. Playing something multiplayer with my friends that like has been going for years is great. It feels like hopping into a backyard to play with a book because it's it's not going anywhere. Um, it's nice to just like throw on Rocket League and play when I'm not worried about anything. But like spending 115 hours in Assassin's Creed, yeah, that probably kept me from getting to some other things. But like that game's not gonna have that game's not laden with microtransactions. It's got some, but like I didn't buy anything. 
at all. I mean, I, I bought one thing. Yeah, they're in there. Because it looked cool. I bought one thing because it looked cool, but I didn't have to. And, you know, I don't think that... I don't think that live service games are hurting smaller single-player games. Because if you're going to play Rocket League for a thousand hours a year, you're probably not going to care about a Katana Zero or a Cyber Shadow when it comes out. That's not Mm -hmm. your thing. Your thing is Rocket Rocket League. It's eSports. Fuck it. Go for it. Do you think Grind is an addiction-based model that they designed for you to be addicted or do you think it is giving the developers a buffer to, to develop in the background while we're in the foreground grinding? It's both. It has to be both. Hmm. It has to be both. If you unlock everything instantly, then people would never stop working. And if you never unlocked anything, people would stop playing. It's about building a loop. You've said it yourself. A grind is the loop. And if you don't like the loop, get out. That's how it works. Are you still grinding in something in Apex Tech? You grind, uh, you, are you working towards anything right now? Dude, I stay on my grind, bro. Like skill based or like loot all based? I all I do is grind. <laughs> well, okay, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you want to answer the question though. <laughs> are you grinding? Uh, yeah, towards man, anything? I'm, I'm trying to get the heirlooms. I missed, you know, I, I didn't do the last one or whatever. Um, I've already hit every time I the battle pass comes out, I hit it pretty fast. I hit 110 pretty fast. Um, so at the moment, I'm not grinding, but um, you know, okay. in a week, I will be. We, Isn't we it comes started, out next week? We started grinding ranked real hard, and then we kind of hit our. I think we hit our cap there with uh, what was it, diamond or we could have pushed through it. Diamond? We, we yeah, could have pushed through it. We probably could push through it, but then I think I separated and I hopped on to Tarkov, and that kind of consumed me. But yeah, we were do grinding these, pretty good ranked wise. Do you think these big, huge games that last years these live service things are good? Okay, I'm gonna make it three options, right? It good for the industry, bad for the industry, or inconsequential. All right, everyone, pick one, and we move on. Because yep, yeah. Say it again. Say the options again, because I wasn't paying attention. Are these huge live service games that last forever and potentially like keep players locked in and playing then playing other things? Are they good for the industry, bad for the industry, or impartial? Like, Absolutely great for the industry. Great. Mm. Right. Impartial. Okay. I think they're good for the industry because I don't think they're new. Hmm. Okay. Live service isn't new. World of Warcraft is twenty years old. <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's the evolution of World of Warcraft, but yeah, sure. But okay. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Let's move on. Thank you for your time, gentlemen. <laughs> no problem. Take what you tip of the hat. What you throw on the board here? Right, did you guys oh. hear what Ninja said this week? Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the subtitle right here, and I think it fucking sucks. But go on. I don't. I don't. Yeah, your little white boy kids in there dropping in bombs, bro. You're not being a good parent. Like, no, yeah, sure. You know it is saying? not like, his job. It's his job to entertain. And he's well, got these little assholes in his Ben's chat. Ben's like, dance for me, pony boy. No, <laughs> don't dance. On. Like, yeah, sure, dance, but don't teach. Like, you what, should not be looking for streamers for moral. What advice. he was saying was, you don't like, you don't know your kid until he's you. You're not looking at him, right? Because when yeah, he when he's anonymous online, he's an <laughs> asshole. He's a little piece of shit, mm-hmm. right? And you, as a parent, need to be watching that. How do you guys feel about that? Do you feel like as like like parents should like because when we were Ben, when you and I were kids, there was no online com- gaming communities. We couldn't hop was, on chat and talk shit. Uh, uh, you probably hot in a chat room. It was it was American online. They had AOL, it. They had it for like <laughs> they had it for Doom and Command and Conquer, but you had to work for it. 
and you had to get people's IP addresses. But Quake Two had online, so it, it happened much longer. Than Wait, well, how old were you when this happened? Like you weren't no, you weren't a spring, you weren't a little kid. You were about to say no, spring t- chicken, which I was about really to say ass. you weren't no goddamn spring chicken. Uh, hold on, what's the what's the year on Quake Two? I'm gonna say ninety three. So you were no, no way, no, no, and no, you didn't no, have no, no, no computer no. like in ninety three. <laughs> you might no, we've, we've had computers my whole life. Uh, oh, oh, but you won't you won't drop loot on, on the so game. I was seventeen. Rich, <laughs> you rich bastard. We've had computers our whole lives. I woke up at a computer. No, we've Go been ahead. we've been computer dorks like since forever. And since Dad worked in the you know supply depot, we just got computers. That kind of got him into trouble. Anyway, um, so nineties true fact. Um, so ninety seven. So I was seventeen. So we. Okay, you're grown then. By that time, you're who you are. You're not grown, yeah. right? But By that time, your parents are going to be like, don't say this word, and you go, yeah. okay. <laughs> you're, you're Maybe in 97, grown. kids were treated like that, but you're not grown. No, you're not grown. In 2001, grown, you're not grown at 17. But you're a year away from being able to die for your country. So that's a little bit different than a little Timmy in there dropping in bombs. That's all I'm saying. No, it's yeah. true. Little um, 12-year-old's shriveled dick piece of shit coming in saying them some dumb shit. So and yeah, I, I do, kids I've now had, are definitely online sooner than I was, for sure. Right. right, and it was it was it was it's easier now for sure, way easier now, and it, for a lot large part it goes unchecked. Yeah, yes, it's because parent. It's I mean, as a parent, it's a babysitter. Can back me up. It's a fucking babysitter. Yeah, mm-hmm. it. uh, yeah. You go okay, go do that, and I've I've got to make dinner, and like mom's doing something. Fucking watch your iPad. And- go frag some noobs, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, we're getting there. Wait. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a babysitter. But like when it becomes a babysitter for <clears throat> kid, not kids that can articulate their own thoughts, but kids that are very easily manipulated into thinking and saying what they see on the internet and buying loot boxes. Uh, it needs to be yeah. The here's the, mm, the don't blame the studio. Don't fuck. <laughs> it's your parents' fault that your kids bankrupted you. Take your fucking card off their system, you dumbass. Anyway, um, like. Yeah, dude, fucking, you should do something. How do you monitor your kids in that situation? Unless. <laughs> There's ways. Unless you just pop yourself into their party and then, like, mute your phone but have your headphones in while you're cooking, while they're playing with their friends, or when they say something, be like, boop, excuse me. Or you that just stand outside the door every once in a while and realize that they're saying some shit and be like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Knock that how shit big, off. How big honest, is your house? Honest, if your kid goes in a room and says horrible things online to people, there are, there's already been a fundamental breakdown in you you raising them. Because mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, that's you, the, that's mm. the result of helicopter parenting, right? Like that's a that's a kid whose parents only show up to make sure they're not doing anything wrong, but don't ever actually pay attention to what their kids are doing. Yeah, I thought helicoptering was like micromanagement. Like they did everything for you, like cut your meat and tied your shoes and straight. Maybe your hair. maybe that's right. Maybe I used the wrong thing. But well, I'm not sure. Yeah, helicoptering is like, oh, uh, just all right. Let let me know when you get to her house. All right, let let me know as soon yeah, as you guys leave. Let me know. Yeah, let, yeah. Or so, if you don't text me, I'm gonna call you to find out what's going on yeah. because if you didn't text me in time, it should take five minutes. Like okay. So what I'm so what I meant was laissez-faire right, parenting. Okay. Hands off. If it happens, it happens. Shit. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like are you, I, I believe you could do that if you've set a good enough. You've created a good enough person. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, it, we've all ran across a toxic person online. Do you think there's? You think there's a guaranteed parenting method to create a guaranteed good person? Because in my family, and in Caleb's family, which is the only two families I really have connection with, 
each sibling came out pretty fucking different. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Same set of parents. A lot yeah. of it has to do with uh, the individual, right? Because I am the perfect example of my, me and my brother can't have the exact same childhood, completely different people. Mm. Uh, yeah, I. So I, I believe parenting it just it depends on if it takes or not, right? Because like yeah. we all like there's all people who have one good sibling and one sibling in jail for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Like it just happens that way. They mm -hmm. interpret their life differently. Um, but at the same time, there are lessons. Of course, you can you can gear your you can gear your child. Like your your job is to your job is to guide, right? Like yeah, guide. Yeah. And not, I don't not, think not, that. Go ahead, my bad. No, I was just gonna say like they like you can't control their thoughts and their 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 feelings or how they react to certain things, but you can instill morals in them. Now, if they break those morals, that's on them. Yeah. Right. So like, and to an extent, it is uncontrollable, but. So, I mean, that's where the debate comes in. Is it truly uncontrollable? Is a kid, if he's going to be a toxic piece of shit online, is that just something that you can, that you can't control as a parent? Well, Zay so, just said in the chat, it might have something to do with the friends they have. You can be the good parent all you can, but when they surround themselves with assholes, <laughs> don't, what are you going to take the friends away? Maybe. Yeah, but there's also, there's also the like. Am I like kill him? <laughs> Bye. Where's, We're going where's, to the farm. where's Chad? Not coming back. Don't worry about it. He gone. Uh, <laughs> it rolled up in a carpet. <laughs> rolled up in a carpet. <laughs> yeah, fucking garroting children. Um, no, but like if if uh, I forgot what I was gonna say now completely. Uh, oh, okay. So like the the fact that you know all these all all your all the kids come out different is sure it's a thing, but like. I had friends that I knew my parents wouldn't like. Still have friends that I know my parents wouldn't specifically or particularly like. But, like, it's also, I think it's also possible to, um, and I think it goes to what Tech was saying, like, instilling morals in a way. Like, you can, you can instill values so that when a kid is around different people, they take something different from each thing. And I think when you see these kids on... Call of Duty or Fortnite, like they're surrounding themselves with people that like they look up to because they're good or they they talk cool, and like they don't have any other any other grounding for like oh no this is bad. And like at the same time, it's also the internet, and we know that the internet is the fence between two strange dogs. Two dog. They may even know they may even know each other between between dogs, right? Mm -hmm. You're gonna say a bunch of shit because nobody can see you. But like none yeah, of us none of though. none of us do that. And we're all wildly different people. Yet there's some moral like underpinning that's made us the same in this one way. We're not shitty trolls on the internet. And I think Look. that like that's what you teach kids and that's what helps them steer themselves away from being toxic face plugs. I mean, if if you if you teach your kid mutual respect of of humans, what is that? As they're grow, like yeah, I'm exactly, I'm right? You were like about yeah. to explain, but that. like if you're te if you're teaching them, like if you see something wrong and you see something that's happening in real life, and be like, hey, that's that what that person did is not wrong, and like you show them like confrontation of bad things, like it's that's going to be something that the mutual respect of all humans that everybody doesn't need to be treated wrong nobody needs actually nobody needs to be treated wrong you know everybody needs to have that mutual respect and more than more so than not it's gonna it's gonna carry on i mean i there's there's kids that, or like people that i work with 
that are like 17 year old kids that they, they, they throw around cuss words all day long. So do I, you know, it's just how I was raised, but there's other kids that don't, they will, they'll never say a cuss word. They're always the nicest. Even when people are being mean to them, they just kind of move through their day and carry on and, and, you know, just kind of deal with what's happening. But like they show that mutual respect of like, yeah, he was an asshole to me, but he was also right. And I'm going to move on and I'm going to, you know, not do that again or something like that. But like that mutual respect is going to carry through any, every bit of it and starting as early as possible. There's people that the parents don't respect people. So why the hell, why, why would these kids decide to respect anybody? Sure. Like it took, it took, it took me till high school before I learned mutual respect because literally my dad was the biggest piece of shit in the world. And like, it sucked. (laughs) And like when I realized it and I, after high school, I look back and I'm like, damn, Caleb's my only fucking friend. Like, (laughs) and that was a huge fucking thing. Like it sucked. I don't, I don't keep in contact with anybody but Caleb. And I was (laughs) like, some, I was like, some shit needed to fucking change. And like, I, know that now but shit if i knew that at fucking seven years old and continued carrying that through it's just all about that you know it's hard to say this while you're developing a human being and they're in your care you probably shouldn't leave them unattended online anyway (laughs) like is that that, like not to be super strict but like (laughs) Like, to what i said especially at like eight years old yeah i mean you're right like it's there's a lot of shit on the internet, right? That can fuck up a kid's mind mm-hmm. by itself. My yeah, daughter's maybe. four, and I had to delete the grown-up YouTube app because she yeah. was watching like GTA mods of superheroes running around in San Andreas, like running over people, and was like, I came over and saw it and was like, uh, no, don't watch mm-hmm. those. And she was like, okay, and then she would watch them and then see me coming over and change it. She's fucking <laughs> three and a half. And I was like, oops, and went boop, boop, and deleted it in front of her. And I was like, you can use this YouTube app. So she uses, like, kids' YouTube. And mm-hmm. she's fine. She got over it. Um, but I, to what Ryan was saying, and I guess to what everyone has been saying, you, it's hard to describe how to raise a kid well, because no one fucking knows. But you can see it. That's the weird thing. Like, you can see when it's bad and when it's good. There are some kids in my neighborhood whose mom slash grandma, I don't know, is always like screaming, cussing at him, saying the most awful shit to him. And I know that like, that's gonna impact them. But at the same time, I know people that grew up in situations like that. And there's like a, there's like a turning point, right? Like they either lean into it or they like go to high school or leave for college and then like realize like, oh, not everyone's like this, holy shit. Um, so like it's tough, man. Yeah, like some kids grow up in the worst no... fucking environments and then come out great people. Some kids grow up in the best environments and are absolute pieces of shit. So yeah, we it's all like uh, I think everyone understands that that concept, you know. But, yeah. Um, there needs to be mo- you need to monitor your kids' online behavior. Yes. And yep. and and fix it if it's if it's wrong. Yeah, I think I misread the subtitle on this little link you posted. Um, but he got. It's not. It's he not. He got dragged for this. I mean, yeah, and I think that when you, the argument you is that when you, he got dragged for this, ninja. I like, think yeah. the argument the is that largely you, was not on his side with that statement. Which is yeah, insane. and I think I think the, the the argument that I would stand behind even still is that if you have a platform, it's kind of your job to use it right. 
And like, if someone says some racist shit on your stream, like you've, and you say nothing about it, like that's 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 being complicit. You gotta you gotta shut that shit down and explain why it's not okay. Now, if he plays I, with people that don't do that, then fine. Don't talk about it. If the conversation never comes up, don't talk. We've been streaming together for almost a whole year now. And when some stuff was going on, we were having conversations about it, and it was dope. But when it's when that stuff's not going on, and it's not, like, the topic, the, not the thing that people are talking about, we don't talk about it. But, like, you best believe that when me, Tech, or Ryan are playing, and someone comes in and says some, like, reckless, racist shit, we're like, yo, nope. And that's just on, like, maintaining your... That's just on pruning your friend group, right? It's just making sure that, like, the people that you want to be around are people you want to be around. And so I don't know the circumstances of, of this ninja quote. Like, is he saying that, like, people in his stream saying shit and he doesn't want to talk about why it's wrong? Or is he saying, like, he doesn't want to have the ninja Fortnite white privilege hour? Because, like, no, I don't think he should have to do that. But if someone's going to talk about some shit in his stream, he needs to use his platform for good. Or don't, you know what I mean? I mean, no. there's there's times that he's been very, very toxic. So, I mean, not not saying he deserves it or you can expect it coming from his stream, but the, at the same time, there's there's clips out there of him dragging teammates that yeah. were a part of the team that he created for a specific game and just saying the most foul shit to him yep. on live stream. And it's just like... So you're going to sit here and promote like parenting your kids when you're one of the ones that's putting out bad content that's that you know who your audience is and you're still deciding to do this. Like Apparently he doesn't game with women. Yeah. So, that's fine. That was the that was the thing he said a couple of years ago because he didn't want he said he said streaming with women lets leads to people making assumptions and I don't want to do that to my wife and it was like um Jesus Bro, Christ. fucking grow up. Wow. <laughs> fucking, that was well, That means either he cheated or, yep. or he's <laughs> overly possessive. What it, yep. Something happened. <laughs> yeah, when he said that, everyone was like, cool, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. All right. Um, uh, so yeah. uh, I, gave, I gave a topic. Ben gave a topic. So we need yeah, Caleb Ryan, or Ryan's. Ryan, did you have something? Well, my shit's not as hardcore as your guys' is. I thought it's we were just fine. picking up it's some game topics. <laughs> Which is your favorite Pac-Man? <laughs> mine's, oh. not, <laughs> mine's not serious either, but I do want mine to go last. So, um, my mine's more like movies and like uh, games and like movies, just for like the okay. the amount of like sequels come out for <laughs> like fucking yeah. games. Like Final Fantasy is on like thirty eight thousand right now. Mm -hmm. Like. What like I don't understand how at one at some point we're just not like moving on or like the names yeah. of things aren't changing dramatically enough to yeah. draw people's attention in anymore. Like I mean, shit, Resident Evil is just mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, a remake of six, a remake of five, a remake of four, back to set eight. It's just like I don't. When, when does it become the fact like, that Resident Evil is only on eight is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're not, they're not though, because there's like Revelations one and two, and Operation right. Raccoon City. So is it a question <laughs> like of 12. like why aren't there more new IPs? Right. Sure. Yeah. Why? Why? Why are the IPs not being created, or why are we not abandoning something that could be abandoned and nobody would really care? I can answer this. Text the text the marketing guru. Go for it. I I think there is a there is a constant um like a uh, stream of new IPs and old IPs. Old IPs always going to get more attention, 
unless yep. something happens with the new IP that yep. catapulted past that. So you're always going to have both. You know what I'm saying? Like you're always going to have a market for like the older stuff, like the stuff that has already a fan base, already have, yeah. you know, a culture behind it. There's a culture behind Resident Evil. They made movies. They still, they have a new movie coming out, if I'm not mistaken, or they yeah, just released it's like one. An, it's like an animated Netflix movie. Yeah, it's coming. Was it Titanfall yeah. and Battlefield came out at the same time? Guess which one did better? Right. So like I think uh, you, <laughs> you have like you have you have zombie games that are coming out that are brand new, but they may not just be as popular because yep. that's just the way the, of the human mind. Yeah, you know, like definitely... that's why the same thing with comic books and superheroes. Like, fuck, Finn yes. could, could draw the most insane brand new superhero that anyone's ever seen, and people will walk right past it and go to the the Spider Man comic book next to it. Yep, that's yeah. just what it is. Yep. Yeah, there's there's a there's a definite like market benefit to putting a name on something people recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this is actually really interesting Shit. that you bring this all up. All the Tom Clancy games are linked together. Well, and and because my biggest thing is like Yeah, but the division games... the division was brand new in twenty sixteen. Uh and, and it, it was a it was a big deal. It was yeah. a big deal. It was like the fastest selling new IP ever, mm-hmm. I think. Like legitimately. And there's a second one and there's gonna be a third one now. So now it's got name recognition. But it's interesting it's funny, Ryan, that you bring it up with Resident Evil because there's not insignificant proof that Resident Evil 8 that's coming out wasn't actually a Resident Evil game in development because it looks like uh, an extension of Resident Evil 7 in a way but that like there's there's doc because Capcom got hacked I would say it looks more like 4 it's all like gothic no that's the point exactly yeah that's exactly it so Capcom got hacked and the game that became Village was just called The Village Hmm. and then it became Resident Evil 8 later and the the rumor going around that has some pretty significant proof to it is that like they were building the 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 village and then they realized like this isn't the the big departure from resident evil 7 that we wanted for the next big resident evil game but this fits with what resident evil 7 was so let's put resident evil on it as a title and sell it and make money off of it because people will buy it because it has resident evil on it and so, like, this happens a lot, too. The Cloverfield's unbelievably uh, guilty of this. Like, the first movie was great. Cloverfield Paradox um, was a script that had nothing to do with Cloverfield. Yeah. And then J.J. Abrams and company came in and bought it and put a couple scenes in it to make it tied to Cloverfield. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane was fully filmed to completion. And J.J. Abrams screened it. And then bought it, and then added two scenes at the beginning and end to turn it into a Cloverfield movie. It seems um, so lazy to me. It's that so is, fucking lazy. So really fucking... weird. It's so and... weird, and it doesn't it doesn't help Cloverfield because Ten Cloverfield Lane is a good movie, but has shouldn't have anything to do with aliens, and or those aliens at least. And yeah. Cloverfield Paradox is just dumb. You know, I don't <laughs> think. I didn't mind Paradox, but I know. Have I you ever thought about watching it a second time? No, not. It ended, and I was like, "Remove from list on Netflix." You're like, I will never <laughs> listen. If if I if my life goes the way I plan, I will never see that movie again, <laughs> ever. If it's in a room, I'm walking out. If you invite me over, it's playing. I'm leaving. You know, I, if my party, life goes as like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm out. See it. Like, just like oh, like, I gotta go. Right. You know what? The the Cloverfield involvement in Cloverfield Lane doesn't make that movie any worse, though. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah, the no, the yeah. thing about Cloverfield Lane is it's such a good movie as right. a, uh, with the actors mm-hmm. and that three-person dynamic. I, I've never seen it twice. Such good actors, too. 
Such good actors, too. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, John Gallagher Jr., and John Goodman in, a, in one room for yep. a, an I hour won't. and a half. Fuck yeah, that's great. Ryan's so... Get that stink face off. <laughs> What's that for? I'm looking. I'm, lo- oh. I'm, lo- I'm just watching y'all talk. You're fine. You frowned. I was like, what? Do I have a stink face? Thanks. You, you don't now. You just told me that 12 years later? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, no, there's there's definitely sequel fatigue. I get that. Yeah. 100%. yeah. I and mean, and when you like, get like, like when Battlefield like... gets to the point where they can't number things, it makes sense. Like Battlefield 4 and then Battlefield 1. Fuck off. It's Battlefield 6 or 5. And then oh, Battlefield yeah. 6, they called Battlefield 5. What naming convention is worse, Battlefield or Xbox? Xbox, Both. but that's not that's different. Xbox, like, they have, they're, that's bigger. Like, they have to be the worst. Xbox gave up on naming convention. It was just like, what if we called it what we wanted? Um, but the next Battlefield... More X's. More X's. Their code names are much better than the actual names. Yeah. Oh, my God. I would them. buy a Durango or a Scarlet Scorpio. or a Scorpio. Scorpion? Immediately. Xbox Scorpion? You, dude, it's lit. Fucking let's go. USB yeah. formats do suck, Zing says in the chat. <laughs> USB, USB two, USB DB. I go, okay, why are we 2. doing that? Why, why are you getting me hooked on this technology? <laughs> Everything I have has this USB on it, and now you're gonna say we're taking all that away because this is the future. You're an asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't I buy a brand new MacBook Pro because I don't want to have a lunky ass <laughs> shit. I gotta connect to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan bullshit. and I had this conversation last week. Legit. He was like, why the fuck did they change it? I was like, because I guess this one's better. Um, fuck USB-C. Final Fantasy is the only exception I'll make in this entire argument because none of the games are related to each other. Yeah. They're well, just, some, but most are. Some are. Some are. But those all have the weird names, like 10-2 instead of 10 and 11. And, but, but don't these sequels have the same fatigue? Like, Fast and Furious has... A fucking fatigue of like nah, it man. was racing. It, it was it, <laughs> it's like wine, bro. But it but it was racing, and then <laughs> they made a new genre, like genre, right in the middle of it. Oh like, yeah, dude. Tapped it live. But like, dude, Hobbs and Shaw was lit though. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucking fire, dude. <laughs> that movie was but, fucking great. <laughs> you gonna tell I, me when when in in Fast Seven when they jumped from building to building in Dubai that wasn't entertaining to watch? Nope. It was I literally was like, no, movie. no, no. I literally was like, that's not fucking real. Yeah. You, you're watching it for realism? <laughs> Yo, I was like, at least I need s- some sort of realism. They're jumping a car from fucking building to building. Yo, there's this scene I like my action movies Shaw. to be unrealistic. Y'all niggas like Endgame. It's like, they don't say real. <laughs> there's a scene in Hobbs and Shaw where The Rock is on the back of a pickup truck wrapped around a chain in one hand and wrapped around another chain in the other hand holding a helicopter down. And I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> like, no. Love it. No, Love he's it. getting, that's, Love one, it. it's just gonna come out of your hand. If it's wrapped get, around you, you're getting ripped get some, in half. <laughs> get some gains. Get some, yeah, <laughs> get some, the, get Lord, some gains. the Lord of Gains. The Lord it's, of Gains, The Rock. It's fantasy movies. Like, it's just, it's supposed to be where you close your eyes and you keep, you just like, you just enjoy it for the bullshit that it is, because it's yep. all bullshit. Yep, yep. I don't know. Fast, Fast and Furious movies started out realistic, though. Oh, yeah. Almighty Zing says, remember that time when they had Vin Diesel drag an entire bank fault down the road with his muscle car? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, your fucking car would remember be so when, destroyed. Remember when Letty and Vin jumped across the opposite sides of the highway and caught each other and then landed yeah, on top dude. of another fucking car? Get yeah. the fuck out of here. <laughs> Wait, well, it's so funny how we're all bringing up scenes from these movies. It's true, <laughs> man. Terrible. Because they're good. They're good. They're they're a, they're a net good. They're a good, uh, just a good so, time. Just so we're clear, memorable does not mean good. It's true. It's true. <laughs> One of the most memorable American Idol fucking it, 
contestants you, was that guy. She that banged, she, she banged. banged. <laughs> Not good. Memorable, though. If all you desire is ultra realism and, like, yeah, don't ever watch a film. We have different movie. expectations for entertaining. Just watching explosions and things go through oh. each other is like, oh, do, okay, it's cool. Do you think John Wick is real? You're like, I, I don't know. It's just, for me, dude, it's just, I can dude, accept. I love those movies, but just to be that guy right now, because we're doing it. When Halle Berry and his dogs, and I guess it was just Halle Berry's dogs. His dog wasn't there. Still, when Halle Berry's dogs. Kind of point the movie, the dog wasn't there tear up the fucking place yeah. one it's awesome to watch two why the fuck did no one just shoot the dogs because the two because it's Cause dogs because the movie goers didn't want that exactly. <laughs> if i'm gonna die by a dog i'm probably gonna shoot it not gonna lie <laughs> yeah. like, video, and video game developers keep putting dogs and shit and we're pissed every time we have to kill one so dude, you maybe, know how mad people would be if those dogs died bro no, I Yo, know, I know, but that's we're talking why about we, that's why we watched John Wick because his dog died. Like that's, that's yeah, the whole point. Yeah, yeah. man, people would new franchise. be hot. That'd be the last movie. And It'd then be the new franchise, Hollyberry's new franchise. People and then walk Braun, out of the theater. And then Braun from Game of Thrones shoots her dog, and she goes fucking ballistic. Caleb uh, Zing says those guys remember what happened the last time someone killed a dog around John Wick. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> John Wick should wear dog armor. No one will touch him. <laughs> puppies taped on his. <laughs> <laughs> that's a comic. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, like so. To conclude, I guess my thoughts on the topic. I think there are like great uh, new stuff that just doesn't get as much attention because <laughs> it's you wouldn't shoot puppies. You wouldn't shoot a person strapped with puppies, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Incredible. Um, so mine um, was it, shortly customization and ownership in games. And what I meant by that is like, I've so <laughs> Ryan got on my case a little bit in like a fun, playful way a couple hours ago when I tweeted about playing Forza and doing shit and him being like, yo, that game is like, fully inside you right now <laughs> yes um i don't know what it is and i but i do but i do um so i i had this this habit that i when i played racing games most of the time i would like bemoan the fact that i'm not the best at them because like i'm arguably pretty good at shooters and pretty good at rocket league not as good as definitely not as good as like ryan and some people we play with it's like <laughs> okay but games. um what's up fighting games well, yeah, sure. Fuck you just that. won't play them. <laughs> I just will not play fighting games. Uh, not adversarially. I might play them single player, but that's not fun. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we'll get into racing games, and I remember like a big part of Amanda and I starting out dating was playing Rock, uh, Rocket League, uh, Crash Team Racing. So like racing games are a thing that I enjoy, but arcade games were it for a while. And so Ryan and I went to play Forza Motorsport 4 back in 2008 or some shit. And he just drove circles around me, and I was having a hard time turning. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. And never played Forza until, like, I would dabble with the motorsports. But then Horizon 4 comes out, and I didn't even play Horizon 1, 2, or 3 <laughs> at all. Uh, mm. And then played Horizon 4, and I was like, oh, shit, this is great. But still kind of bounced off of it until recently. And I realized the reason I love that game now is because I can buy a car and turn it into whatever the fuck I want. And then go go race with it. And that changed when Ryan taught me how to drift. Because I was trying to drift with like the base settings. 
And then he was like, no, you got to turn off ABS. And you got to turn off... Um, traction control. Traction control. Stability yeah, you have control. to turn off a couple of these things. And don't put the steering on simulation because that's dog shit unless you have a steering wheel. Put it on this. And then I realized, like, oh, drifting... On simulation, does it play, like... Uh... Snow Runner, where it like stays over and you have to turn it back. No, that's if you don't have power steering. Um, simulations <laughs> just like it, if you have a steering wheel, you can make small turns and adjustments right. with the wheel. But with a stick, you're not gonna move it that little. So every move you make, the car's like whoop 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 whoop, and it sucks. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so learning how to drift and then like making taking a couple of the cars that I'd made to drift and being able to do it was like oh shit so for the last like week I've built like seven cars for drifting and like learned the finesse of each one to the point where like I'm going around the map and finding drift points and going this car wouldn't work for this one but this one would and then like pulling it off so I've gotten very addicted to that and so my question is if games that we all play gave us more ability to take more ownership of what we're doing in them. Would that be something you'd want? Or are you okay with like apex and like throwing on skins and just playing the game or, you know, warframe and having, yes, your warframe, but like it being tied to an ability set. That's pretty concrete. Um, yeah, that's kind of my question. Cause I realized like if, if anything had the, the payoff like Forza did I would probably enjoy it more like if if Elite Dangerous was like you can make this ship any way you want and it'd be more comfortable like Forza does not withhold money from you so like you can basically do whatever you want after there's a lot of customization in Elite but it's all for money (laughs) real real money yeah yeah I think that uh, me personally I tend to spend more time with games that I can fully customize yeah. myself. Yep. As a graphic designer, I enjoy creating my own visuals. The first thing I asked you when you were talking about Forza, in which I forgot that I was doing, I was making, you know, your own card skins yeah. and like decals and stuff. Yeah. Like, can you upload your own images? Because in NBA 2K, you could. You can make your own basketball court. You can make your own stadium. You can make your own team and your own jerseys. I spent hours doing that type of shit. Yeah. I and like you I would go to the website, upload the image, had to get approved. I would do like I'm doing all these things outside of the actual video game so I can do it in the video game. I'm all about fully customization. One of the greatest racing car games that I've ever played is Midnight Club. Hours upon hours spent in that game customizing. Yep. Yep. And I would do that shit in a heartbeat. I am yeah. literally waiting for a game I can do that a racing game that I can fully 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 customize. Sure. And that, yeah. like that that is my thing. If, like you, if, it, if you download on, uh, if you get Forza on uh, the Microsoft Store on your computer, I'm pretty sure like the the design aspect of it is a lot more is a lot easier to do than trying to use joysticks on an Xbox. You can actually drag and and change you know yes. the dimensions of each piece to do what you need to do. I I haven't actually done it, but I would assume that's how that shit would work. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be easier on PC. It's got to be. This controller is a, 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 a damn when it comes to, you know, freedom. Um, <clears throat> do you think that, like, oh, man, you said something in tech, and I was going to comment on it. You're welcome. You, fu- you fucked up. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I, so the, the big thing that got me 
into this big project I did for for y'all um, was watching. So I started doing stuff with cars, and then I started watching the Grand Tour on Amazon, which is just the this just Top Gear, but BBC doesn't do it anymore because Jeremy Clarkson punched a producer. Um, mm. And the Grand Tour is fucking great, but there was the last episode I watched. Clarkson went into this like fifteen minute segment about the nineteen eighty three Rally World Championship against the Audi Quadro and the Lancia zero three seven. That story is fucking great. I won't bore you with all the details, but like, the, if Ford v Ferrari was a movie, there needs to be Audi v Lancia, like, because cool. this would be a fucking amazing movie. Um, so I started like doing rally shit, and I don't know what like I I get an idea and then I jump into Forza, and Forza has so much freedom, so much like it's so doughy that I can just like do whatever I want with it and then go test it immediately. Um, and I feel like that's what like creative modes in games are for but forza is not a creative mode it's just the game and if you don't have money i guess you can't do it but i wonder why more games aren't more free with giving you money to do this shit one of the things that ryan and i (laughs) complain about all the time is that like in red dead why is a gun eight hundred dollars like they're eight hundred dollars now (laughs) and this is 1900 they should be like 150 bucks so i have money for it but instead, it's like 850 for this rifle. What the fuck? Why not just make your money lower so people yeah. can get in and have more fun? And you do you do a bounty mission, and it's like, oh, you got $6 for this bounty. Okay, but that's not even going to pay for the ammo I just used to go get the bounty and kill all of his buddies. Like, yeah, I don't understand. And then they're like, oh, yeah, this jacket's $925 for this base model <laughs> okay well, about a jacket for the I'm, price of I'm an entire freezing. house yeah yeah i can't i can't put a fur coat on because i have to kill six thousand people and turn them in so is there anything outside of racing games that y'all would want to see more customization in as a means to like get you interested <clears throat> literally anything like yeah. if it's a game that i like to play if you add customization to it i'll play it more dude battlefield 4 and the amount that you could fucking change the guns oh Call of Duty's yep. up in that yeah. level, and, and if Battlefield Six ain't that good, I didn't like the customized up. options for Five and One. No, because they were it was locked behind a progressive system, and I never felt like I got anything. And the system for changing it was so freaking clunky. So, Battlefield Four is to me like one of the standards in like gun customization because you can do all that shit in the in in the middle of a match too, and see it. You know, in Call of Duty, you yeah. change stuff, and it's just stuff on a list. But in Battlefield, you could like boop, 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 change no, things and see them all move. You know, like we we spent the first hour when we all fired up Forza for the first time in a while, just loading in different cars. Like, look at this car. Look at this car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look check at out this, this car. thing I did. Or check yeah. how fast this car is. And, like, no, I mean, that's my jam, man. And we, we sort of do that in Warframe a little bit because Warframe's got a lot of customization. Yeah. So people are like, oh, wow, look at that. And I, the, other, I, the other day, we were in a social place. We just got done with a mission. So we loaded in a social place. There was like 30 humans running around. And all of us were huddled around one guy because his rhino looked so fucking cool. And then a group started to form. He was in a whole circle. So he started like bowing and dancing and stuff like that. And then the chat lit up because his rhino awesome. was so cool. Yeah. So I'm That's all about awesome. that shit. Ryan, what I mean, we, we, we knock Anthem a lot, but like the customization in Anthem was, very was good. really good. They had yep. different sets of like armor that was at different colors and you could change materials what combination and material and masks and shoulder pads and like legs every bit of it you could change 
and ma- like the customization of that game was fantastic like that should be honestly everywhere without some kind of paywall yeah a progressive wall would be fine that way you know you get cooler stuff the more you play yep and then you can do more with it afterward just that just makes sense it doesn't make sense to like just give you everything and like all right here you go move on like no like <laughs> yeah, right. like then you have nothing to work like, you know you have nothing to work for but right. yeah it's it feels like it's like the developers are having a problem or they don't want to make it that way because it's obviously doable it like there's multiple games that show it like so why is this not i mean freaking cyberpunk you could literally do anything like you create your own main character that's fucking dope yep yeah you like my main character looks completely different from Aaron Wilson's. It's weird. <laughs> yeah what'd you say i said you can have your dick hanging out through your underwear it's really weird <laughs> yeah it's weird weird but it's really weird you know whatever man yeah speaking, right. of, speaking of penises it was really weird <laughs> like little blurb uh joss whedon was pushing really hard for a vision's oh, penis to be yeah. exposed during really yeah, that's is this kid today? That's really weird, but okay. It's the it's the Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, but like Avengers is for syndrome. kids though, so like chill. <laughs> right. Like Joss Whedon's not for kids though. Arguably. That's true. <laughs> and they yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so to wrap up, I did a thing, and I I downloaded Forza on my PC. An hour and a half before this started, just so I could show you guys in stream and not have to like just show you pictures. It's not gonna look as good as it does on my Series X, but fuck it, it's fine. Um, but for those of you who d- everybody doesn't know this, <clears throat> for people listening, on Sunday we had a pretty big meeting as a group, uh, and it was really good. And like we made a more of a game plan about what we want to do going forward. And one, kind of wanted to apologize to everybody because for some reason that night I was in a mood. So I don't know if you noticed, but like Tech did once, a couple of times I was so fucking just uh, that like I I was I was being less than helpful and less than participant at times. Um, Nerdy bits is this thing that like started as a thing for me, and then I realized I wanted it to be a thing for as many people as like I could get into it, uh, and so I kept trying to do that and it kept not working, and so I got I kind of like hardened myself to it and like fuck it if no one wants to help me do it then I'll do it myself. And that didn't work either. Um, so, like, y'all being like, let's fucking go. I was like, oh, uh-huh, sure. Which is dumb and shitty, and I'm sorry. That's no good. Uh, <laughs> I, I love this. I love our dynamic. I think everyone in here is great. And like, I love how much y'all want to see this be a thing. So I'm excited about 2019. That's a thing. Uh, or, what the fuck? 2021. Wow. What year are you in, my friend? I don't know what I just said. <laughs> I'm excited about 2021. <laughs> In a lot. I'm really excited. Uh, I think we got some really cool stuff working. But as I don't have this is I don't know why I made this uh, except to explain like how much this thing that we're doing is important to me. Like spending a bunch of time making a thing that was like for this just felt good. So I'm going to move the screen real quick to uh, capture. Cool. So if, if you're not watching the stream the four of the four of us go up pull it up real quick because i want to show you a thing i made for a long time so speaking of the amount of customization and like how much i cannot stop doing it um specifically in my garage i have 
all sorts of cars that I've made. That uh, how do I do it? Back. <laughs> um, that are oh, these are all mostly drift cars. Like I I make them specifically so that they can drift, and that is why I do it. So I got into rally, and I made a rally car for nerdy bits based on like the old 1983 Lancia from that world nice. championship. <laughs> but That's awesome. more than that, I put little specific, I put our, our stuff on it. So my signature is here, the little boxy thing. I made a Sergeant Sodium logo because I wasn't making a salt shaker. Um, <laughs> that'll make more sense in a second because on the other side, and Tech, I hope I didn't mess this up, I made your thing as well, the Tech Supreme that you have on your stream when it starts. Damn. And then Ben, if you That's look awesome. if you look really closely, yeah, I can see it. I made the fucking BS skull, and let me tell you, <laughs> it took for fucking ever. Can I open it? Yes, I can. Wow. It's like 115 layers. <laughs> of yeah. That's like, that's actually quite impressive. Yeah, it is. And I did it all on my Xbox this afternoon while holding my kid. I had nothing else to do. <laughs> so I did that. Um, I also, yeah, I built tech. Your, I think your text is in, is in Times New Roman. And for some reason, this game doesn't fucking have it. So the Supreme's not the right font. I don't think it is Times New Roman. Like oh, in, in general, right. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think it is, but <laughs> that's good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use Times New Roman as a designer. Look at that. I did that shit. How did you do that? With That's blocks, sick, with blocks and angles, it took for dude, fucking insane. ever. So earlier today, I was like in the middle of doing this, and my game crashed in the middle of fucking Ben's, and I was fifty layers in. Wow! And I wanted to fucking quit. I was like, okay, uh, fuck this. But I built out the Nerdy Bits logo, the Nerdy Bits like text logo, and all of this stuff just so I could make a car and it's like it's a it's a thing now like you can look up nerdy bits rally and download this wrap you can look up all the logos that are on it and download those and use them so tech if you want to use yours ben if you want to use yours sarge if you want to use yours yeah man but yeah hell yeah dude that's it that's awesome yeah man good job that's insane yeah and i was doing this and i was trying to fi amanda was like why are you doing this and i couldn't figure out a good answer oh i put my birth year in the top so i can put that on each of yours if you want one Anyway, <laughs> I couldn't figure out why I was doing it, right? Like, Amanda was like, why, the, what? And I was like, don't, don't worry about it. And then I realized right before the podcast started, like, this is super fucking important to me. And I don't have a way to, like, buy you all something and give it to you right now. So I just did this. And it's a game we've all been playing and we've all enjoyed. And yeah. We'd prefer that. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> and <laughs> clever <That's> girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that this year is going to be dope for Nerdy Bits. I don't think that we're going to get an E3 this year because the world's probably not going to be back to the regular until like July. But we got all sorts of opportunities to do cool shit, and I hope everyone that's listening sticks around for that shit because it's going to be dope. Yeah, yeah. Hell's your, hell's your, hell's your. And I appreciate y'all sure. and value y'all. Good. Well, we appreciate Sorry, you too, a, man. Let's all let's all on a log on Sunday. <laughs> let's uh let's get our our uh, iron skin 
and uh, kick each other's ass, motivate each other to yeah. the point of to the point of maybe getting under that skin a little bit. Like, hey, what'd you do today? You know, uh, let's masturbated. What? Yeah, let's try um. to let's try to do that for everybody for each yes. other. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Um, but that's gonna do it. Um, and before we wrap up completely, we do our little fun facts. Ben, did you find us one, or are you gonna do it right now? I'll do it right now. Ooh, while he's looking, I've got one. So, uh, fun fact, oh. Smurf facts. Go ahead. Smurf got facts. It. Oh yeah. All right. So I learned this the other day, and this may have been something I've said because I've done that before. Did you know that when you shuffle a deck of cards, have we done this one? I don't think so. Okay. When you shuffle a deck of cards, odds are. The combination you have after that shuffle has never been shuffled before. Damn. Because there are 52 cards in a deck of cards, so the possible combinations of those cards is what's called a factorial of 52, which is 52 times 51, and then that number times 50, and then that number times 40, or 49, and then that yeah. number times 48, all the way down to 1. Jeez. And that number is so big that if you shuffled... A deck of cards, I think, like, every second, it would take you, like, 33 million years to get every possible combination. Damn. So the odds are, when you shuffle a deck of cards, it's in a combination that's never been shuffled before. That's awesome. That nice. fucking bananas! That is insane. What if you shuffle it like Michael Scott, and you just swish them around the table like that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anything that... Any, I guess anything that, that changes up the... the uh, a combination, yeah. <laughs> Just maybe more likely to get the same thing if you do it like Michael Scott. Did you find one, or is that going to be our? Or is that going to be our smart fact? I got a short one. Do it. It's one. It's one sentence. <laughs> Venus is the only planet to spin clockwise. Probably in our solar system. Right. <laughs> sure. Right. <laughs> That's the only planet that spins clockwise. That's interesting. What about that. Yeah. So it. Oh, so the sun rises in the west and sets in the east. Yeah. Weird. That planet's it's close enough weird. to the... That, <laughs> you said stupid. That planet's <laughs> close enough to the sun. I bet the sun's just the fucking worst when it's up in the sky. You're something stupid. You're, it says Uranus spins on its side. Mm-hmm. Well, if the, if you're the, on the, the planet, there's no side. Right, that's just up. <laughs> sure, but every other planet, every other planet's like this, rotating this way, and Uranus is like this. Oh, it tumbles. Yeah, going end okay. over end, which is fucking weird. Science, hooray! Uh, but that's gonna do it for us this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, if you wanna follow anything that we do, go to nerdybits.com. Follow me at mm -hmm. Lubwub, Ben at Sketch Sawyer, Tech at Tech Supreme, Ryan at Sergeant Sodium. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My brain. Uh, there it is. Thank you. Uh, thank you to Monster Cat for letting us use their music. Uh, and if you never did, you should. These things are fun, and fun is good. Play more games. Uh, we'll see you next week. Play we... more than one game. Yes. Play more games, plural. Tell me how to live my life. <laughs> right. Apex to die, dude. Apex or die, man. <laughs> they, pay, they, they should be paying you. <laughs> Yo, the Apex, the 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 tech new. The, how do we? What do we call this? Tex Apex. Tex Apex News. Atex. Apex. A what? Atex. Atex. Atex Supreme. Um. <laughs> anyway, Tex News blurbs are fucking great. Everybody should watch those more. Tech, you're gonna be our. Are you gonna be our resident Apex? Uh, yes. Specialist. Nope, that's not the right word. Expert. Say, hasn't Expert. he been that? 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, but like you're developing it out. You're you're doing news bits now, and you're putting together. Yeah, I might more just content. do like I think I'm gonna start with Apex, but I think I'm gonna just do like news in general. The more I, like the more I do, I kind of I kind of enjoy it, and it's so so fast. And I, the system I have now is so fast. I can I have a setup where I can just wake up in the morning and just bust one out in 20 minutes. Wake up in the morning smelling like you and me both, brother. So what? <laughs> wake up in the morning smelling like. What'd you say, man? <laughs> said you and me both, brother. <laughs> Bust one out in 20 minutes. Oh. It should not take you 20 minutes by yourself. <laughs> the, old, the old wake and shake. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. See y'all later. Take it easy, everybody. See you next Bye. week. <laughs> Bye.